What's up, guys? Welcome to the Zenfluence podcast. Today, I'm with I'm sitting down with an incredible guest. His name is Shiki Sheik from New York. This guy, uh, there's there's so many things here, but I think the best f- way for me to explain the story is I watched some of his IG reels, and he really stood up to me with his mindset and the way he, he sees the world. So really, in this episode, I want to sit down with Shiki, dive into his story, dive into his mindset, and I think it'll be so valuable for each of us to just have that positive mindset that's that's persistent and able to almost like attract the things in life you want and that's kind of the vibe I get from Shiki like I I just see him as a guy who's really transformed not only his physique but also transformed his mindset and um yeah I guess maybe with that Shiki I'll pass it over to you and how would you explain like who who you are let's say we're walking down the street in New York I don't know who you are. I bump into you. Like, how would you explain who you are? Man, I'm a, I'm a spiritual guy disguised in urban urban attire and urban uh, mannerisms. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. moving moving through society. You know, spirituality could get very deep. And you know, when you fully awaken, you know, a lot of people tend to just like be so like raw and deviating and and almost like unapproachable. So you know, I'm just a spiritual guide guiding people. You know, sitting back, observing the human experience, you know, and, and, and consistently sitting in that in that fountain of thought and, and always thinking about, you know, existence, you know, the nature of existence and how to just improve our understanding so that we can improve the quality of our existence. You know, you know, just a deep observer of life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So then again, I guess with your story, like, were you always... Did you always have this outlook towards life or this kind of tapped into the spiritual side of life? Um, or or was it something that happened recently, right? Like I know you kind of went through a transformation, but would you say you were always curious about the spiritual side of like being human? <laughs> yeah, you know, ever since I was a kid, I don't know if anybody out there that's watching this has watched the movie Matilda. It's a real old school movie. It's about this like psychic young girl who kind of got adopted by some like really like abusive you know parents kind of was always like a mm-hmm. different kid she was like bending spoons like moving shit around and i was like three years old that movie really stood out to me so i think that like impacted me and and really sparked my curiosity and the powers of mind you know then you kind of pick up a spoon as a kid and you're trying to bend it right you know you're trying to think it into existence um but also, like, ever since I was a child, you know, everybody around me, my, my parents, uh, my family members, they always noted that I had this very uh, observant nature. I'd be more silent than talk a lot, but I always reserved a certain level of, like, intelligence, you know. They, they, they knew that I knew something, but I wouldn't talk mm-hmm. too much. I'd just sit back and observe the world. And, you know, and that's their opinion from the outside in. But experiencing it as myself, I've always been curious, you know, and I've always asked the question why, you know, the question why and the question how are my two favorite questions out of any questions we can ask, you know, and Mm -hmm. those are the questions that are going to get us to that next level of understanding in any field of misunderstanding, right? You know, the what's, the who's, the when's, that can follow after, the why's and the how's. So I've always asked why and how, and then, you know, as a child, you can say, such and such. And then you'll ask why as a kid and they'll say such and such. And you say why? And then it'll end with a, because I said so. That mm-hmm. was never enough for me, you know, because why has that perpetual, there's always more why, you know, 
So you learn more, you can learn more by inquiring more. And that's, that's always been my disposition in my nature, just wanting to know why, you know? Absolutely. So, so I guess we could just dump deep into the rabbit hole here, but, uh, yeah. yeah, this is this is just a question that popped into my mind. So, what what do you think is the meaning of life? <laughs> you know, the meaning of life. I, you know, there there are nihilists out there, right? Who are like, there is no meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you really ponder that question from a certain angle, you'd realize that they're ascribing the meaning of no meaning to life, right? So they kind of cancel out their own argument by saying that there is no meaning because that's the meaning that they've contrived from their perception and interpretation of life. I believe this life is to be lived. It's full of experience, it's full of wonders. The more you know, the more you grow. The more you grow, the more you can then know, you know? Uh, So it's all about becoming the fullest expression of the self, you know, in in all areas, you know, understanding yourself, knowing yourself, you know, not just on a psychological level, but on all levels of uh, ology, you know, you just, take the prefix off of theology and you just study all areas of that. And then you apply that to, ex- to increasing the quality of your own existence, everything in, in life, the nature of evolution. So I guess we're talking about evolution. The nature of evolution is progressive development into higher orders of functioning and operation activity and existence, right? So you can find that anywhere in any space in the universe. You can find that in the plant kingdom. You can find that even in the mineral kingdom. You know, crystals grow, you know, you can find that, you know, in us, we're like, we're in the animal kingdom, which is an extension of the biological and the fauna. So you could just look at so many things. But even if you go back to the beginning of the universe to, to right now, when we're saying this to right now, when we're saying this, the more future, you have to realize that everything has just been about unfolding and increasing the order and plane of activity and operation, you know, so it's just about progressive development. You know, the universe boils down to progressive development in all areas, you know, so that's when you become aware of that because, you know, there's no separation between self and universe. You know, that's the greatest illusion of most people see like, oh, I exist in the universe, the universe, no, like you are the universe, you know, and people are like, yeah, I am the universe, but then like, no, no, you really are the universe. So everything that the universe does, you should do that too. And once you find out like the, the mechanisms of the universal laws and principles at hand, for example, gravity, you know, you, you can adapt yourself to these things to make your life a little bit more fun. That's why we have airplanes and stuff now, you know, or. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that's beautiful, man. Like, like for me, I've been thinking about this recently, hmm. but uh, I noticed like, as you get older, maybe it's because everyone's like in that, like the nine to five work like rat race people get like very logical um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like money is like a big focal point right like make as much money as possible survive build a family kind of like li- live that life right but right. i don't know lately i've been thinking that life can be a lot more magical like this there's like the sun that goes up and comes down there's like the all these different people in the world with like different interests and almost like frequencies and like I don't know, vibrations, like different vibes, right? Like different atmospheres you go to, um, different projects you could build. And like, we're like these ultimate creators. And it's something I'm really passionate about because for a long time, I, uh, I, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And recently I started this brand called Seasons and 
it's actually like made me really dive down the like the philosophy like rabbit hole of figuring out like who like who am I and how can I like express this like vi- vibration into the world yeah I guess what I'm trying to say is you know why is it that some people kind of pursue the path of like living this magical life of, or or not not necessarily not not necessarily like the nine to five path but is it because they're tapped into a spiritual side of life or so is, is it creativity are you asking why people like ourselves are, are are doing what we do as opposed to staying in the nine to five routine kind of situation yeah well well, i'm curious to maybe flip that on you like why was the nine to five situation um not something that that you were interested in i mean it's like you know it's there's a cap right there's a cap you know and if if we're going to talk about money money is just a means to an end you know so there's Mm -hmm. that's the thing about ywy right your world is yours that's my philosophy that's the brand came to me a while ago it's about identifying objective versus subjective laws, right? So social constructs and things like that and suppositions, you know, that we are, we're indoctrinated with and how we're supposed to act depending on what social group we've grown up in. All of that shit is false as fuck. If you mean, excuse my mm-hmm. language, but it's just so like people think that they have to do certain things. And it's like, no, you do not have to walk in this straight line. You can actually walk the other way. You can go up, down, left, right, diagonal, any direction that you like. You know, there's not one set path. But, you know, those, and I've always had that awareness. And I'm like, wow, like, if there are people out here living their dreams, then that means there are people who can live their dreams. Why am I not living my dream? You have to get to that recognition because I find that there's so many people who observe individuals like myself on 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 the internet observe celebrities observe basketball players you know and they have this separation between self and potential and it's Mm -hmm. like no 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 like they're people too we're people too you know and if you decide to want to undertake the responsibility of becoming that which you respect and admire then that's exactly what it is you know i've had teachers in my life say things like that, acquire what you admire, you know, become, and and my thing is become what you respect, you know, become the individual that you respect, that you irrefutably are like, yup, I love that individual, you know, Mm -hmm. and that just didn't work for me sitting behind, you know, I used to be a barista, you know, and when I used to be a barista, it was like from college up until like a few years ago, and I, I got really good at it, but I'm like, yo, I have so much more talent, and I can help the world in such a, on a, such a greater scale, you know, that like, being just another barista philosophically talking behind an espresso machine is not the best way for me to live this existence that I have a finite amount of time in. I don't know how the fuck I got here and I don't, I don't know when the fuck I'm going to leave, but I know I'm going to leave and I know, Hey man, back to that question. Why? Right. You create your why from then, you know, you, you set your purpose. People look for purpose. You set your purpose, you know, and your purpose is to, clear off all of your your spiritual bucket list everybody has things that they want to do everybody has these visions that were consistently being gifted you know and people just reject them they cross the screen of our consciousness you know all of these like wild dreams like yeah i could be on a boat doing this you know and the only thing that's stopping individuals one is their belief 
Two is their commitment to the action and the course of action that will bridge them between where they are now and that exact moment in reality, you know? Mm. So it's not impossible, impossible. There's no such thing, you know? It's just, are you ready to undertake the responsibility to make that journey, to make that voyage from where you are now to that place that you truly admire, respect, and you know you would fully enjoy to exist as? Absolutely. You know, so, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot there. Should get it on to dive into. Yeah. So I guess one quick thing is, so, so one of my favorite books of all time. It's called uh, "Man's Search for Meaning" by uh, Viktor Frankl, and okay. he was a World War II Holocaust survivor. But he he wrote this other book called "Say Yes to Life," and it was about this idea that, you know, I guess like when when we're in the world, most people look at life and say like, "Oh, what what does life want me to do? Like, what do you want it? What am I supposed to do?" Right. But he kind of flips the question and says, no, it's actually life asks you what to do. And, and like how you live your life is how you answer that question. Right? So yeah. th- this is interesting with you, Shiki, because you were just saying you used to be a barista, you know? Mm. <laughs> so w- what is the story? Because like I feel like that is such a, from where you are now to where you were there, like that's such a big gap, right? Yeah. How, how is that possible? Like I'm always fascinated when I see these transformations because like what is that? <laughs> like that, that that's remarkable, man. That is, that Yo, is remarkable. Like, bro, bro, you're writing it, books it, now. That's like, how is that it, even possible? It's fucking nuts, bro. It's fucking nuts, bro. Like, all right. So I was a barista for like seven years, like in different cafes, and I got you know it was like a means mm-hmm. to an end. Started out as a college job, get some petty cash in my pocket, understand how to work. Boom, boom, right. Fast forward, I'm like working at this at this very cool coffee shop in Brooklyn. Shouts out to Little Skips, right? And I get to the managerial position. I'm like doing specialty coffee. I'm, 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 I'm holding it down on that level, right? But I'm like, yo, like I said, I am behind this thing. I know I have these visions. I know I have these dreams. I know I have these goals. You know, I, I know these. We all know these things. We don't have to be told. We just have to be reminded. Mm-hmm. We know these things. What's stopping me? Fear. Right. That's what that's the only thing stopping anybody from taking that leap. It's like, well, if I don't have a job, how am I going to make money? Better learn. You better figure it out. Right. Then the pandemic came in. Right. So the pandemic came in at the height of my barista success. I'm manager of these three coffee shops. You know, I'm curating the programs. It's fucking amazing. Right. Everything slows down. Now we're all sitting on our asses. Right. And I'm sitting in the crib. And this is when I had a nicotine habit. That was the last vice that was grappling, like grappling my soul. Like mm-hmm. probably this is 2019 Halloween, Halloween 2019. I stopped smoking weed and I stopped drinking alcohol. Right. I was like, I'm done with that. Then pandemic happened 2020, March 17th. Right. So I still had a nicotine habit. I do jewel. You know, I used to fucking do dip. I used to smoke cigarettes. You know what I mean? Just came with the fucking barista life. Right. Hated that shit about myself. Finally got the time to sit down and allow myself to go through the process of withdrawal because most people aren't going through withdrawals because their moods will dip and their performance will dip as they go into society. So as if I went to work and I'm, I don't have my nicotine or whatever, my mood would dip, I'd become a shitty coworker to prevent being a shitty coworker and giving off bad vibes to the customer. I'm keeping myself on this hamster wheel You know what I mean? But the pandemic really allowed me to just sit down and allow myself to say, you know what? This too shall pass. I'd rather die and I'm not going to die because it's just fucking nicotine, right? So you're just going to feel really uncomfortable 
but I had the time to just regenerate, you know? And as I started to regenerate, just all of this energy started to free up because people don't realize that their dopamine systems, which are their motivation systems, you know, it's not necessarily a reward system. Dopamine is a, is, is a motivational chemical. It motivates you towards reward. So basically, I freed up so much cash, you know, and so much cue with freeing myself from this nicotine habit that just had all this like motivation energy freed up now, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, what the fuck else is there to do? Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's fucking wasting my time. It's redundant. It's keeping me on the same level. It's making me learn it worse. So now I just started like running, you know? I'm like, all right, I'm going to just get high off this oxygen. You know, oxygen transfusion into the blood, goes to the brain, thinking clearer. I'm thinking on this level. I'm like, wow, the effects of working out is like, it's plus plus. It's not an addiction because there's no regret. There's no withdrawal. There's no drawback. There's no regression. It's activity aligned with biological laws, evolutionary laws that actually profit you in the long run. You get stronger, you get faster, you think clear, your cognition goes up. So it's actually rewarding you instead of like taking you backwards, like all the vices and things do, you know? Anyway, so then I was like, we were trying to figure out the, the pandemic thing, you know, the, the cafe. Fast forward, I'm just sitting back behind the cafe like, am I really going to not do this? You know, because then we got a lot of money, right? There was like a stimulus check here and there. There was a lot of free time. You know, people don't recognize that they're, they have, their time and their money are intertwined. So to have money and to have time gives you freedom, you know? And that's what I had for a very brief moment. And I used it wisely. A lot of people bought clothes. A lot of people bought fancy things. A lot of people went and splurged on vacations. I said, yo, I have this freedom. I have time and freedom. So now I just healed myself. I I went to a deep healing process, regenerating, regenerating, building myself, you know? And I didn't have to just run back to work. I was like, all right. I could just like lower my meat, lower my wants, mitigate and live within these means. You know, I don't need to do anything but regenerate right now. Mm-hmm. Built myself, built myself, built myself, got on my frequency, built my confidence. And then I just started being really confident in like, I'm like, I'm not taking anything else. It's either this or nothing. And that's where you have to get to anybody who's out there who's watching this and wants to take that leap. You have to take that leap and you have to find your wings on the way down. And failing is not an option. Flying is the only option, you know? So once you put yourself in that position, you're going to start to think in new ways that you've never thought before because you can never think the ways you need to think until you get in the game. The sideliners don't know what it's like to be in the game. So you need to jump, take that leap of faith, have that faith and know your value and also seek the guidance, seek podcasts like these, seek coaching. You know what I mean? Seek mentors. I started aligning with all these like like YouTube, New York, Brooklyn workout dudes that I used to see them on YouTube. Like, yo, these dudes are crazy. Now I'm like side by side with them, learning, absorbing the wisdom, training with them. You know what I mean? Like, you just have to align yourself. First is the thought, but then you have to move into action, which mm-hmm. then becomes the expression of your energy. Now you are actually vibrating in what your ideal is, right? And the longer you stay in the duration and the intensity, as my mentor once said, the duration and the intensity, you stay in that pocket, it's inevitable that you will become. You don't see a tree walking left and right and doing all these different random things and not being a tree and expecting to become a tree. So you have to understand that everything in nature 
grows in its due time. Nothing grows overnight. If it does, you should question it, you know? So that seed takes time. And there's time that the seed is buried between under the dirt. Doesn't see any light. No, nobody sees it. Then it sprouts, you know? That insignificant acorn becomes an oak tree one day. But it takes time and intensity and duration in one state of vibrational occupation. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And from that, that's the keys, y'all. I just gave y'all the keys, you know? So from brilliant barista, you know, but I always had like, you know, my knowledge. I always had my studies. I always had my energy. I knew what I wanted. I just had to take that leap. And I did, you know, and it, it is easy. It's easier than standing behind the fucking coffee machine mm-hmm. wondering what my life could be knowing that I'm going to be 35 eventually anyway, knowing that I'm going to be 45 eventually anyway, the time will pass anyway. So do not trip on the timeline. Recognize that if you do it and you do it well and you focus on becoming good at it in very objective, measurable ways, in your own unique fashion, there will be a space for you. The universe loves you. It didn't get you this far. It didn't make you for no reason. It didn't make you to fail, you know? Absolutely. So what, what would Shiki now tell, tell Shiki working at, at, at the Bristol, let's say before the pandemic hits <laughs> over the last, like with, with all, with all the change and transformation you've gone through, like, what would you tell the old Shiki? What would I tell him? I'd tell him, yo, bro, I, I just, you write his rain, bro. You know, trust yourself. You got it. You're it. You know, a lot of people are what that's the thing too. If you're extremely talented, you know, sometimes we're so close to ourselves we can't see it, you know, in, in in a clear fashion. Even though we do know it, it's just like it's so close that we have that almost slight bias. But everybody outside of you is literally seeing you as you are, without any reference to any memories that you might be referring yourself to that are holding you back from believing that you are it, right? So I would just walk up to that because I walk up to people all the time when they have massive potential and just let them know how much raw potential they actually have just to give them that verification. Because those confirmations from outside of ourselves that are like unfiltered, just truthful, not held back are what give people the seeds to actually. So then just listen to people when they say that you're great, too, or listen to people when they say you have a lane. Listen to people when they say you have value. You then have to establish your own rapport with yourself. And that's what confidence is. It's a, it's a self-reputation. It's a reputation with yourself. So through consistent integration of what you say you're going to do, basically integrity, you meet your words with your actions, you establish a baseline level of confidence that can be never taken away from you. So you prove to yourself your own value over time by showing yourself who you are, you mm-hmm. know? And that's it. I would just tell that dude, I'd be like, yo, bro, you, I'd tell him everything. Like, you got it, bro. It's going to happen, bro. I'm you from the future. Do it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that, well, there's a lot there, man. There's so much I want to talk to you. So, but, but yeah, I think this is a real thing. Like, I think people will tell you things about yourself that, well, I think it goes both ways, right? But I think ge- genuinely, like the friends or the people around your family, they might see things in us that we don't even see yet. And, and, uh, and it's true, right? Like, I think that's why you need like good people around you who can motivate you, push you. And right. I also think it, it's also on the individual to plant seeds and develop their own talents, right? Because this is a, 
I think this is a story from the Bible, but it was like God gave this three different people. One guy gave one talents, which was like gifts. Another guy, he gave him like five gifts. Another guy gave 10 gifts, right? So the guy with 10 gifts, he had like an abundance of gifts and talents and he started working, like multiplying them and like working hard. Same with the guy with five gifts. And then the guy with one gift, he uh, he got scared. So he like buried his seed and didn't try mm. And then in the end, like God took away his talent because he's like, well, I gave you this like potential. Mm -hmm. You you didn't use it. So right. like, that's the point, right? Right. Yeah. And, and and I think that that actually relates to like the law of attraction in a sense, right? Because yeah, I'm a big believer in this. And I think it's not only about the thoughts you have, but it's also about how you're able to manifest them in reality and apply them to, with action. Yes, sir. That's when it becomes tangible and real. Um, right. And like a, an example of this for like a long time, I wanted to build a, a jewelry brand, right? Seasons. It was in my in my mind, but once once I like saw the product and launched your website, something changed. It's almost like my confidence changed it a little bit. Like I was like, "Whoa, this, this is weird." Like I, it's not doing as good as I thought yet. It's still growing, but I was like, "Whoa, this is kind of weird." Like <laughs> it, it just seemed a little bit different, and it just I, I almost like start to believe in myself a little bit more, right? And I think it's funny how that works because I look at that as the law of attraction. Like it wants me just as much as I want it. And yeah, I guess I'll, maybe I'll flip this back at you. Like, how do you, how would you explain the law of attraction and like thinking in terms of like frequencies and vibration to someone who, who maybe is skeptical about that or doesn't believe in that side? Listen, the, the, the law, the law of the universe is vibration. You have to understand that this is not a speculative. This is not abstract at all. We're talking basic physics that we've learned already we made atoms energy particles they have natures right you know the fact that i'm having this conversation mm -hmm. with uh with jeremy straight across distances wirelessly is how vibration right so let's not get too complicated as far as practically applying it goes back to what i said you are the universe so you are a vibrating entity you have your energy right mm -hmm. you want to use law of attraction in the best way possible get into positive action law of attraction works through consistent positive action you know and it's because like attracts like the world of magnetism right you know vibrations magnetism energy you're going to attract what you are so become that which you seek and by nature things will cascade and become in your environment um you know what you were saying earlier is like you you had the brand you had the jewelry and then you had it in your hand in tangible form you know that's the process of manifestation like it first started out as an idea now you're touching it right mm -hmm. like you know and that's how everything is going to start it all begins in your thoughts you know so by being very responsible to your to your thinking pattern and to to the to the thoughts that you have you have to become accountable to your thoughts we all have an inner monologue um Thich Nhat Hanh was a buddhist that i read who put me on when i was like studying back in like 2012 to the concept of the inner monologue and having compassion understanding and empathy for yourself. I believe the book was called Love in Action. Love in Action. 
Um, and just becoming aware of like, we all know we have a voice in our head, but it's us, you know, it's not anything, it's us. And the way that we're conditioning our subconscious is through the way we talk to ourselves and the way we're interpreting circumstances. And the interpretation is, the, is what we accept. A loud sound can go off in a room. Two people can interpret that in two different ways, right? Like somebody you might flash back to Vietnam and somebody else might not even recognize it happened, right? So it's not the stimuli, it's not the external condition, it's the interpretation and the way that we inner, inner, inwardly converse with ourselves through what they call auto-suggestion, you know, that builds our energy so we go back to being accountable to our thoughts. We, we, we make sure we don't leave space for negative thinking. If we enter negative thinking, we enter positive action. You can't outthink a negative thought. The only way to outthink a negative thought, which is trying to argue to you that something is impossible or something is negative or not in your favor, is to counteract that with positive action, which is going to prove who you are to yourself, which is going to establish that baseline confidence, which establish that reputation with yourself. So then now your thoughts are clear, your conscience is clear, you mm -hmm. know? And then once you're operating from clean, pure thought, you know, then the only thing left is to commit pure action, which is in alignment with those thoughts. So you don't just sit back and think about it. You actually get into action. You get into positive action, which then enables the law of attraction to attract to you certain things, you know? Um, Somebody, this is, this is a kind of ghetto, I guess, whatever, whatever. Somebody could be twerking on the sidewalk. That could be attractive to somebody who's on the thought frequency of like twerking is attractive, right? Mm -hmm. It could be extremely repulsive to somebody else who has a different thought system, right? So it's that action that's going to cause the attraction, right? So if you're giving love and you're giving abundance and you're giving off improving vibes you're improving everything that's around you you're you're looking to upgrade yourself so then everything that you interact with is automatically upgraded because you've done the work on yourself to make yourself you know a, a, an asset you know it's just by nature because of all these positive actions you're going to attract what you are you know mm -hmm. and eventually you know you have to diverge off the path you know break free like we're talking about like barista chic break free of this monotonous loop right? And just get into these actions. Don't worry about the result. Stick to the actions and watch your world start to change. But you also have to let go of the idea of controlling because fear is control and wanting to control is based in fear. You can't control what the universe is about to get you. I never knew that I would be sitting here. You know, all I knew was that positive action, you know, mm -hmm. positive action, positive action, positive action, love, improve the world, teach people to evolve, you know, and this is what has come about. I, 10, 10 weeks ago, 10 days ago, I couldn't conceive. I would never know who Jeremy was. I don't know. I don't have no clue. I had no clue who you were in the world, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, but through positive action, what has happened is that we have attracted one another and here we are. So everybody behind the, the screen right now watching this, understand that the law of attraction operates through positive action. And that positive action, you cannot control the outcome. Don't try to control the outcome. Control your thoughts, control your actions, control your energy, discipline and master yourself and watch everything around you begin to change. And then you become the discerning, deliberate permitter of what enters your world and what doesn't, you know?
So you have to be able to know what to negate and what to accept, you know, and that's it. You know, you're the master. You're the master. We're the masters. We get to choose. That's the best part about being a human and not being a tree. You get to choose. Being a human and not being like, you know, a cloud. You get to choose. Absolutely. And and that's the thing, like like this whole podcast, this this is related to the law of attraction in the sense that, like, yeah, like on Instagram, the algorithm fed me like the same frequency, which is I saw started seeing your TikToks. I was like, well, I resonate with this. Like your world is yours. Like the way you're thinking is like, well, I, I really resonate with with your message. You know, fall, start following you. And then all of a sudden hopped in a live. This is like months, months later. And then right. like, oh, we need to do a podcast. And then you responded. I was like, well, like, this is happening. Right. So I think that's uh, it's like like attracts like. Right. And I think just jumping into another point here. Mm. But um, there's a lot you said here, and I want to d- kind of dive into this idea of self-love, right? And I, when I when I look at like America specifically, mm. I'm in Canada, but like I consider myself American, um, yeah. American first. But I, I just feel like we're we're taught to seek love outside ourselves, like whether that be on um, in terms of like consumerism, buying like certain things that'll make us feel like worthy, or is it mm. in terms of, like this emphasis on like oh having like uh valentine's day and like all this stuff like it's always it's it's always tied to like this consumerism of like having to get more like or having to compare and buy more and i think i don't know i i think that is an issue in society where we're most like not really taught how to love ourselves and Mm -hmm. i think that's where it really starts definitely does um you know self-love Self-love is, 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 is almost the most important thing as, as far as uh, where the healing state of society needs to begin. And like you were saying, a lot of people uh, base their value and seek validation from outside of themselves. Um, and they're only filled by things by, from outside of themselves. But we have to understand that consumption like I say to, I say, I said this to somebody that I know, I said, I don't want to consume you. You know, I don't, I'm not looking to consume people. So it's, people have this, this erroneous idea of that. The more we consume, the more we'll be satisfied. But, you know, one time I was on, let's just call it a vision quest, a journey, a meditation. And I realized like, there is no end to consumption. So you have to begin with establishing a baseline level of contentment with the fact that you, that we exist like, whoa, right. Right. So then you find, you find love in just your being it. I can't explain it without getting too tangential, but it's like the fact that you are here, even if everything cleared itself out and everything just disappeared and nobody else was around, realize that you are blessed with this life. So then you start to take care of it. When it comes to self-love, you know, there are only certain things that you can do for yourself, right? Like I say this to people all the time, you have to wipe your own booty, right? Like you can't expect everybody to wipe booty. I mean, at first, you know, when you're a child training, parents do it for you. But at a certain point, you have to become self-sufficient, you know, and do certain things that only you can actually do for you. You know, because then if you're always depending on somebody else to do these things that you should and could and would be more efficient and proficient at if you just did yourself, you know, then you're always a burden to others. And when others aren't around, you are 
incapacitated, you know? So, you know, love is a very broad topic, you know, but I think self-care, taking care of yourself, you know, I think physical health is very important. You know, that's one of my main pillars. Like I said today in my post, people denounce the physique and it's like the physique is a direct correlation to the conduct of your spirit. So many spiritualists, so many agnostics, you know, whomever, you know, people who are in the intellectual domain, you know, they'll denounce the physique and it's like, no, this is self-care at its highest. I have this vessel, I have these, <clears throat> I have this, these cells, I have these muscles, I have this brain, I have these organs, these tissues. I want them at the highest level of care instead of like most people neglect that. You know, you look around in general society, obesity is crazy. You know, people are out of shape and then they're like fit passing people who got on a slide under the radar because superficially they appear as fit. But how do you feel? You know, have you actually ever tried to like sustain a, a, an exercise program for long enough to know the actual difference between like uh, uh, living as a spirit in a strong, fortified, well-kept, maintained and improved, upgraded body versus mm -hmm. not, you know, I, that's baseline. You have to live in your body until you don't. So you might as well make it a very comfortable place to live. You know, stop trying to stack how much you can tolerate and then just increase your effectiveness and just become better. Instead of stacking discomforts, increase your comfort by increasing your personal effectiveness. You know, uh, there's so many levels to love, right? But I, I definitely put it out there that people definitely need to love their bodies, you know, and, and, and self-preservation is key. You know, there's a lot of uh, self denigrating habits, self-degrading habits, you know, people talk about moderation, you know, but most people exceed the bounds of moderation. So at the end of the day, it's like, you're not really in moderation of anything. That's, they say balance, but it's like, that's not balance. That's not balance. Balance is actually looking like homeostasis, looking harmonious. You know, it'll appear harmonious if it acts harmonious, because that goes back to the law of vibration and the law of attraction and positive action. You know, the, the externalization of a strong mind will be a strong body, you know, because there's not just the intellectual faculty of the mind. There's so many other emotional aspects, so many different pieces of the self, you know. So, but the body is the last part that we can all see that is a product of all the utilizations of all these other metaphysical faculties, mainly the mind, right? Let's talk spirit, mind, whatever, you know, let's not split hairs, but yeah, people just don't know themselves well enough. And it goes back to the very beginning of this podcast where we said it's about learning yourself in all of the ologies and then applying that to making yourself better. So people lack knowledge of self fundamentally, you know, so they don't, it's not their fault because like the system, does it really teach us other than to be, you know, biological slaves to capitalism, you know, who just like wake up, work and become cogs in the wheel? doesn't teach people to be entrepreneurs. You know, let's just be real. You know, it doesn't teach you. That. It says that's possible for you, but the main curriculum is not tailored towards having that type of individual thinking, you know, and having that, that open, encompassing liberal education, you know. And it's for those like myself and like yourself who have gone out of the normal range of the curriculum to seek more knowledge, to then apply and integrate more knowledge, 
that become the individuals who reflect the integration application of this knowledge that we saw. So my advice to anybody out there is like, seek the goddamn knowledge, seek all of the knowledge, read all the books you can that are aligned with your interests. You know, fiction is, is like watching movies on paper. Find out useful information and apply it to your life, you know, in whatever field it is. You know, you might be an artist, you know, read about all the artists, their techniques, their philosophy, whatever it is, you know, just learn more about yourself so you can love yourself in ways you never knew you could. Absolutely agree, man. And yeah, like, yeah, I think there, there's so much there, Shiki, like, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like recently, recently I kind of learned about this, like I've, I've been studying like different parts of Christianity, let's say, right. And, and this is, this is going to relate to self-love, but there's this saying that says uh, the Orthodox hold the faith, the Catholics know the mystery of the faith, and then the Protestants know the word. And like, what that means is, like, you know, usually Protestants are good at reading the reading the Bible and understanding different truths. And then the Catholic yeah. mystery of the faith, which ancient philosophers, like there's a philosopher named St. Thomas Aquinas. He was a Catholic philosopher, but he also studied like Aristotle and the Greeks. Um, and like, they were all about like the, the will and the intellect, right? So it's like mm. the intellect is like the mind. And then mm. the will is like almost the heart, like loving, right? And the way that it kind of described this describe this as like let's say if there is a god it's all knowing and all loving at the same time mm, mm. so the holy trinity for the catholics is father son holy spirit mm. this this actually blew my mind but but it, it is almost related to self-love in a sense because what it says is the father loves the son so if if the son loves the father with his will it creates the holy spirit which is like this energy or it's almost like the three heads of the like it's all represented as God in like right. this, right? Catholic faith. Yeah. So almost like what the way he kind of described is is like it's almost loving itself. And it's it's saying like in us, like when you love yourself, not in like a narcissistic way, but just right. you have your you have your intellect and then um you kind of in line your 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 heart is following the right decisions for you, like your higher self it creates yeah. uh, i guess like the holy spirit that's that's the way they describe it it's like the circuit so yeah i think i think it's interesting because we all i think it comes down to like let's say in life right we all know like let's say you are smoke like drinking alcohol every weekend i was kind of in this situation i know that it's i know that it's probably not the best thing i know that i'm losing my edge i know that i'm getting complacent mm. it's my heart that's going to choose whether or not i kick the habit you know because right. Because my heart is like the decider. And I right. think that comes to back to self-love, right? <laughs> like, right. Like, I think we know what to do. It's whether or not your heart chooses it. And that's why yes. I think they like follow the heart. Right. Right. You know, and that that's what it is. It's like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you know, intellect, will, heart, you know, there's knowing that it's not in your best interest yet still perpetually going down that path so there's a conflict in christianity there's like the house divided concept right a house dividing amongst itself mm -hmm. can never prosper so that is your house right because you are the, the 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 embodiment of the temple of the holy spirit right so and you're talking about the holy spirit so it's like that that's what it is it's like we our houses people's houses are divided amongst themselves. The heart is in conflict with the mind. The mind is in conflict with the heart. 
you know, and the Holy Spirit is there in the middle. You're basically like outlining that once we get into congruence, you know, we, we undivide the house and everybody gets together, you know, the heart and the mind are acting in alignment with each other. You know, then you set free the Holy Spirit. This is we're, we're, this is this absolutely. is unprecedented. Absolutely. Right here. Right. You know, yeah. this is history. But, but, but I also yeah. think it comes back to you, Shiki, because like when you're working in that barista job, you know, your, your mind and your heart were probably not aligned because you knew your heart probably knew there was another, another calling for you. And then once you kind of pursued that with the will, it clicked. But it was fear. always fine. Fear, fear, you know, um, analysis, analysis, paralysis. You know, you, we, we don't learn. We don't learn by observation. We learn through integration and application, you know. So, like I said, you can't sideline the whole game. You can't speculate. The time is passing. Now you either get in or you don't. You either jump in the water or you don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, I definitely knew, and that's what it is. It's about your conscience is always going to be there. Like, you can use all the substances in the world to try to drown out that voice for whatever point. But the more we delay our elevation with procrastination, the louder that voice gets, right? And every time it gets loud, when we get off of whatever substance we use to narcotize ourselves, it just comes back tenfold. You know, it's like louder and louder and louder. So then we get bigger doses and bigger doses and louder, but then our bodies are falling apart and it's louder and it's, right. I had COVID, I was laying down, I had COVID, I could could shallowly breathe, you know, I had asthma as a kid, never had asthma since, but I was laying down fucked up, bro, smoking a jewel, bro, with COVID. And I said, am I a bitch, bro? Like. (laughs) Like, I swear to God, bro, that was the break. That was the breaking point. I said, bro, you have all of this knowledge. You have all this power. You have all this wisdom. You have all this potential and you fucking know it. And here you are wasting it consciously setting yourself back and putting yourself like that's the most hypocritical shit in the world. I felt like the biggest hypocrite. And I was like, bro, are you that much of an emotional, like, fragile individual that you cannot withhold yourself from basically harming yourself with your own hand, destroying yourself with your own hands. Mm-hmm. You're just, you know what I mean? Just because you can't, it's emotional. It's all emotional. Like all the substance stuff, all fear, all of that is an emotion, right? Confront yourself, allow yourself to say, you know what? Never again. Never again works way better than one more time. One last time. One last. Never again. Whatever happens, happens. I'm good with that. I could. Whatever happens, happens. That's this level of resolve that one has to come to. And then from there, you know, you just learn. You just never go back. You know, you have to commit. Mind, body, spirit, all that. You have to commit. You know, and it's it, it's your conscience is always going to tell you what's right. It's never going to change. It's always sitting there. And, you know, some people consider it like the direct connection. You know, it's literally the instructor. It's your direct source to your higher vision, you know. So that conscience is never going to change. It's always going to tell you exactly what you should be. If you choose to not be that, well, you're going to have to suffer inwardly accordingly. But that's your own choice, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's an individual's own choice. So, you know. Once you get in alignment with your conscience, your life just floods gates with blessings, you know? You have to remove the ego. Drop your ego. Stop trying to control things. 
fear is control. Substance use is control because that's based in fear. It's, it's all fear. It's all fear. You know, fear is like a, a big thing, but it's not, it's all fear. Fear is the most incapacitating thing in all of existence, you know, and it's not even external fear. You know, most of these fears are imaginary. They'll never happen, you know, and you have to start to believe in the likelihood of the greater thing happening instead of having so much faith in the lesser unfavorable thing happening. You know, why do you think, why, why do you think that that's going to turn out bad? You know, you have to establish more credit with yourself, you know? Once you have that confidence, you're like, man, whatever, unshakable. I'm good, you know, whatever, except for my dignity and my self-respect and going against my conscience. Because once we go against our conscience, we always feel that, that regret, that guilt. And that emotion is disgusting. It's, it's like you just feel like a fraud. You, you're vib- and then that's an emotion, so you're vibrationally just off. Like you're out of tune. It's like a guitar. Just, somebody just twisted your pegs up, and now you've got to tune back up, right? So you always got to stay tuned up vibrationally by keeping your, 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 your heart and your emotional palate free of any conflicting emotions. Back to what we were saying about the temple, you know, keeping the house undivided. It has to be in unity, you know, and introducing any type of conflict, any type of deviation from one's value system is always going to produce discord within oneself. So stop going against yourself and see how you feel. Like, stop the temporal, carnal pleasure-seeking, y'all, and just do the action and start to realize that positive action will produce a feeling that is unprecedented by anything you can consume. You know? Getting lost in the work, just beca- the, the process of becoming is way greater than what you become. You can only experience what you become <laughs> for a split second. You know? But the process, like you said at the very beginning, it's just a journey, man. You know, and enjoy it, you know, learn from it, you know, it's fun. It's your life. It's your life, you know, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Shiki. So I know we have a few more minutes left, but uh, I have a couple more questions for you. Um, I love this conversation, by the way, man. Like, thank you, man. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is is very rare. This is very rare. This is history. Yeah, I'm going to come back and rewatch this because uh, there's like a lot man there's a lot in here like just just in terms of like tuning yourself and being on your own team like i love that topic of like yeah just be on your own team mindset heart alignment mm. and i think that's like that's where the magic is um but i guess coming back to you with this idea and this is kind of like the, your brand and your message your world is yours mm. um, what does that mean your world is yours it started out, yeah, I was in Sudan, and I was, I was in Sudan, I was walking late night. It literally means that your world, your life, you have 100% dominion over your body, you have 100% dominion over your actions, you reserve the right in all time, at all times to conduct yourself the way you want. You do not have to abide by any false social rules. You know, what people think is what people think. A lot of people grew up in religious institutions, right? And they haven't actually, they have, they're under a, a guise of hegemony, which is a consensus unquestioned, you know, that's just generally accepted, that no one's asking the question. So they're just like kind of dogmatically following things. 
And what I want people to know is that ultimately you have the choice to make whatever choice. You do not have to do what people are presuming around you that they say you have to do. No, you don't have to do. The only thing you have to do is that. You feel me? Everything else between when you were born is all a fucking choice. And you have to free yourself from these external expectations and basically make the best of your life. You know, the past is the past. It's happened, can't change it. The future has yet to come. The present becomes the future as we complete this sentence. So what you can do is write a perfect past by taking conscious wielding of the present to construct the future which has never happened and is going to happen eventually. Y'all need to comprehend that. Once you get that, you're like, wow, I can shape my destiny, you know, because the past is unchangeable. The present is always the present. The future hasn't happened. But as we complete this sentence, the present now became the future, which is the present, which is the future. So we just wrote the past as I explain this. Mm -hmm. Look at your life and realize that you can be and become anything that you want to be as long as you are willing to undertake the responsibility to bridge yourself across the gap from where you are now to where you would like to be. Some people were born closer to certain things. That's just how the nature of social structures work. That does not mean that you are limited by your socioeconomic birthplace. You can, you, the, America is literally the land of the free, meaning you can think what you want, you can do what you want as long as you're ready to accept the responsibilities that come with and, and you know the repercussions, right? So free your mind from social bondage and, and from false pretenses. You know, sometimes even some people get caught up on their families. And I'm like, yo, I got to a point where I got so objective in my thinking. Remember, objective versus subjective, just what exists without the mind. It was like, yeah, I was born around these people. But I'm not going to live my life limited to their thinking, and they're going to die without me. I might die before them. Who knows who's going to, you know what I mean? Here nor there, nobody can die for you. That goes back to what I was saying about self-love. There's only certain things that you can go through for you, you know, only things that you can do for you. So don't live your life constricted by people who are temporary just as you are. You know, really live your life. Learn life. Learn the objective laws of life. Learn about karma. Learn about all the philosophical teachings of all the different, you know, cultures of the past, which basically all allude to the same thing with different references, you know, um, and, and, and become a very solid, upright human, meaning your character. It's all about your character. Nothing, nothing outside of you can be more valuable than you. And once you learn yourself, apply yourself, build yourself, you know, I, I built my spirit in my mind to then build the outward body and the person that I'm giving you all right now, right? So people see the body. It's like, yeah, the body building is easy. Build, build yourself. Build yourself. In Arabic, psychology, it, it's a spirituality in English, psychology in, in, in English. In Arabic, there's ilm and nafs. Ilm means knowledge. Nafs is self. So in psychology in Arabic is just the study of the self. So you are a self. We all have a self. We all have a self. Study yourself and build yourself on all levels, right? Because yourself is a, has a body. Yourself has a use of a mind, has emotions. So 
construct yourself, construct that ideal self, construct yourself to become the most valuable person, not to the world first, but to yourself. Become so immensely valuable to yourself that as a byproduct, it cascades and becoming valuable. And then you might have different talents and passions. You know, some people are really good at music. Some people are really good at so many different things. You know, numbers become impeccably good at that. So good at that, that it adds so much value to yourself that you just add value to the world. Don't be an asshole. You know, don't give out energy that you don't want to receive yourself. It's real basic, you know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and feel free to do whatever you want. Trans lives matter, y'all. I'm putting that on record. You know what I mean? As long as you're a good person who is valuable to themselves and others and doesn't cause a detriment or a decrease in value to self or others, you are amazing. If you are on the spectrum of decreasing value to self or others right now, trust me, if you decide to increase your value to self and others, your life will soar. Everybody wants to succeed. That's where success is going to come from. Everybody wants a better life. That's where it's going to come from. But until you get you right, you know, so your world is yours, you know. You, you don't have to listen to anybody. You don't even have to listen to me. But like I said, accept the repercussions because the laws of the universe work very precisely, you know. And until you learn your lessons from repeated mistakes that you aren't learning your lessons from, you're going to repeat the same lessons, you know. So evolution, only solution to life is evolution. Period. Absolutely. Create and evolve. That's like yes. a, uh XXX Tentacion um used to say that a lot, like just create and evolve. And, and he was big on self-love too. Um, yeah. But uh just like the X. Yeah, definitely. I, I miss man. I miss that guy. Mm. But uh yeah, I guess coming back, coming back to you, like where can people find you, Shiki, and uh learn more about your content, yourself, the, the mind. Okay. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Shiki Sheik, S-H-E-I-K-H-Y-C-H-I-C. That's Shiki Sheik, right? Um, you could also find me on YouTube. I drop mindset videos five to eight minutes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Um, loads of game on there. I've been dropping videos all year. Uh, YouTube.com slash your world is yours. Um, I got a book out now called The Advancing Individual. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, 12 attitudinal dispositions that guarantee personal advancement. Uh, it's fucking amazing. It's the, one of the best books in the world yet to be discovered. By the way, Go, that's huge. Yeah, bro. I appreciate you, man. That, that, that's, that's big. Um, yeah, so tap in on Instagram. Instagram is where I primarily operate from. YouTube is my secondary, you know, and then look out for more history between you know, me, myself, from Jeremy and himself, season, shout out to season, shout out to everything, you know, just, just, we're just going to make so much more history. Absolutely. And we'll have all the links in the description guys, but, um, but yeah, I guess number one, thank you so much, Shiki, for the podcast. Like this conversation was extraordinary. Um, and I know thank there, you. Yeah, there, there's a lot here, but one of the last questions I ask all the guests is hmm. about this idea of enjoying the journey, right? That's what the Zen Floss podcast mm. is about. And everyone's journey yeah. is specific to their own. So I'm going to flip it on you here and say, you know, Shiki, what does it mean to enjoy the journey? What does it mean to enjoy the journey? 
we've all ridden a roller coaster, at least a good 68% of us have, right? Let's call it standard deviations, right? Maybe you rode a roller coaster. Was it more fun when you got off of the roller coaster? Or was it more fun while you were on the roller coaster? As it whipped and it turned and it was ah, uh, hoo-ha, then it came to a close. You have the memory that you can savor on. Maybe you want to go on a journey again. Maybe you want to go on a different roller coaster. They're all journeys. You know, there's, there's more wisdom acquired in the journey and in the process than in the becoming. The chef has more fun cooking than they have eating, but eating and enjoying the result of the journey is also a part of the journey. You complete the process as the chef completes the meal. Eats the, you eat the meal, you consume the meal because that is what the journey was about, right? So you enjoy the, the rewards and the fruits of your labor, but fruits get eaten and there's no more fruit. So then what? New journey. Then you're going to start to like journeys more than you like results because results are inevitable or fruits are inevitable as long as we garden and tend to our trees. So as long as we continue to plant seeds and continue to, you know, work and the fruits of our labor are always going to be there. So don't enjoy the fruit. Learn to love the journey because the fruit goes by like that. But the journey, there's so much wisdom that you that you get in it. There's so much experience. It's the experience, right? What do you value more, the experience or the result? The experience is so invaluable. And that's the mindset of a person who's going to go very far in this life. Once you value experience more than any type of consumable, that's when you're in the pocket to not win. You know, so it's even life, birth to death. You know, I don't know what's on the other side. I ain't really remember how I got here. You know, I don't remember coming through the tunnel, you know, but... <laughs> It's one journey, you know, enjoy the journey, you know, learn as much as you can observe, observe and absorb. You know, I, I, I like journeys. I like traveling, you know, more than like getting to the destination, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all I can say. All right. You have to just do the journey. Stop observing, get in the game. Ob observation is not the way to learn. Get in the game. You're not going to learn how to swim by watching other people swim, jump in the water, and then tell us in the comments how the journey is, metaphorically, you know, just dive in, then tell us what you think about the journey, you know, yeah, that's, that's the answer, can't explain the journey, can't explain the process, man, you just got to gotta do it, you know, absolutely, yeah. so Jeremy, I really do appreciate you, man, this is, this is historical, um, I wish you wellness on all levels. I wish you prosperity, you know, to everybody out there watching this, please trust yourself, trust your instincts and know that the universe did not bring you this far to let you down. Period. 13.8 billion years of universal of the universe being born and expanding upon itself. You were not made to fail. You were placed on this plane of existence so that you may learn how to best thrive. Trust and know that 13.8 billion years of the universe existing. And here you are today. Fathom that for a second, understand your value, understand that the universe loves you. Yes. 
Absolutely, guys. And there you have it, Shiki Shek. Um, thank you, man. This is amazing. I love y'all, man. Thank, take care, you know, and let's just keep it rolling.